Previously on Stephen King's Dial M for It. You know where I could score some drugs around here? Oh, you know, I I have just the thing for you. And reaches into their coat pocket and slides across a tiny purple mushroom. Sweet, thanks. And I, I, I slap him on the arm and then I just throw the mushroom in my mouth. <laughs> anyway, how's he doing eating a mushroom? Yeah, what does this delicious mushroom do for me? For the first five minutes, uh, nothing happens. But after that time, you experience time dilation. Everything ex- seems to be going at 1 20th the speed. Nice. This is classic things. I don't think it's... Whoa. <laughs> is anybody else seeing this? Surprisingly, somebody responds. And it's the wantee who gave you the mushroom. And... Here's where you might call this a bad trip, because <laughs> as as you look at this one T, it balloons in size, so that it it to a size of like probably twenty or thirty feet above you. Wait, wait, wait! You're telling me there's consequences to taking drugs from strangers? <laughs> I'm telling you that you should never go with a hippie to a second location. Um, <laughs> that damn secondary location. That damn secondary primary location. <laughs> I Listen, if I if I had a nickel location. for every single time John Mulaney was referenced in this specific uh, episode, I would have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened <laughs> but twice. It's, but it's more than you would have. thank you for the. the and it's um, gonna Phineas probably happen again. Of course, there. of course, of course. Yes, <laughs> that that is what I'm here for exclusively. No, nothing else, just the references. Well, that works. Um, but you are experienced what was initially kind of fun is now sort of becoming a bit of a nightmare because you're getting a vision of getting swallowed by a giant snake. Uh, that's probably a nightmare unless you're into vor and then maybe it's fun for you. No. Roll to see if you're into no. it. No. no. I'm going to no. veto that. <laughs> I'm going to use my my often talked about but seldom utilized DM veto to to cut that off at the source right I hate right going quick. with the DM veto. Having said that, you feel like the, the sensation of getting shaken by somebody and the vision of the snake fades and you see the concerned expression of Barry. Well, for one, slapping you in the face a couple of times and then feeding you some water. Oh, shit. Thanks, dog, Barry. Barry. I thought I was getting eaten by a snake there for a second. Those purple mushrooms don't fuck around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to avoid those. You'll get a wicked high. Uh, yeah, it... <laughs> It ain't, it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it at all. What's well, a little late for that? <laughs> yeah, don't, don't worry. Uh, I'd offer to put something in your drink, but I think that might just, uh, that probably will make it worse. So uh, you, you just uh, chew on this, and he hands you like this root-looking thing. Chew on that and drink this water, and you should be okay in about an hour. All right, all right, all right, all right. And I, I just immediately start doing that. Okay, so he gave you a like a giant ginger root that you're chewing on, which is both good for digestion and it'll wake you the fuck up. Also worth noting, the one tea is now nowhere to be seen. Just like yeah, slip him some drugs and I'm out. Right, he's back telling his friends. About how I need with the to tourists. understand what the motive was for him to slip you some drugs, not have you pay for them. And then leave without being like, if you want more, here's my number. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, the most like '90s propaganda 
drug bullshit ever. They're like, yeah, people are going to give your kids drugs. Nobody's giving your kids drugs. Drugs are expensive, and we keep our drugs. Okay. In true '90s form, too, the wantee would be lounging by like a a bus stop and wearing sunglasses (laughs) or something. Yeah. Hey, you want to go smoke behind the the dumpster or whatever? I don't know. You can tell you can tell Henry's done so many drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so many. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Vincent is a uh, world renowned Christmas singer, which makes him a celebrity, and everybody knows celebrities don't pay for drugs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are we locked into the Christmas singer situation? <laughs> <laughs> do we have to do that? I think we're as locked into that as we are to your character having a southern accent. Shots fired. I would like to file a complaint. DMs Guild hit me up. Um, we need hey, everyone. Hey, I'm with the union. You can't do nothing about me. <laughs> I don't know why my my union person came from Staten Island, but um, that you know that's that's where all the unions are, I guess. Basically, uh, Herman, if after about an hour, you'll start to go back to normal. By that time, we've definitely been able to join him at the bar. Yes. Um, are, are, are we bringing a child with us to the bar? I don't well, know. Well, here's, here's <laughs> the thing. For plot reasons, he said, looking at the camera. I think... The, I, oh, sorry. I honestly my... think that Fisher would, like, not be inside the bar, but, like, would be following them around, like, taking notes and stuff. Like, without, like, sneakily. I say it's a bar. It's really more like a pub. So you would be allowed in the bar. You probably just wouldn't be allowed to order anything. Order? Okay, cool. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm trying to stay, like, further away from everyone else, but I don't think that I'm particu- particularly being subtle about it. But it also seems like they've got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> I mean, I definitely, even with... I mean, my passive perception is 23. I Jesus see. Christ! I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the observant feet. Everyone should take it. Oh, it's observant feet. That's fair. That is fair. Yeah, baby. Uh, I see everything. <laughs> anyway, uh, I definitely see Fisher trying to tail us, right? Like, I know this shtick. This was me. I did this shtick. Yeah, you were also a child spy. Yeah, Oh. Kinda. Was a child investigator. Wow, that's so weird. What it um anyway, uh <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you all are now in the watering hole, followed, perhaps not subtly, by I almost said Fisher Stevens, uh Fisher Bryce. One thing to worth that's worth noting here is that a large number of bar patrons are starting to leave. And from the hubbub you can you get the sense that there's a fight about to start or a series of fights about to start at the arena. So people have have now become sufficiently liquored up to fully enjoy other people trying to kill each other, as as you do. Um, I would like to see these fights, but I also am scared that liquored up Vincent will try to fight in these fights. Well, liquored up, (laughs) but also sort of sobered up Vincent. Um... Having having had water and and, and ginger, straight fucking ginger. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. When we when we walk in, 
I look at Vincent and I'm like, what kind of drugs did you take? And I slap him. Like, where can I get some? And I slap him again. There's <laughs> <laughs> a purple mushroom. That sounds awesome. And I slap him again. <laughs> well, purple mushroom from a wand tea. You could convey that, I think. Y'all, you gotta be careful with mushrooms. There's a lot of lookalikes where you could get high or you could die. You gotta watch out. It's a good tip. I should put that on a t-shirt. You could get high, or you could die. <laughs> That's on a t-shirt for, like, abstinence or something. The fact, I'm just trying to consider the fact that Red was raised in a hippie commune in the forest and definitely knows a lot about mushrooms, both for eating and for getting high. Yeah, I go, that guy gave me the mushrooms, and I turn point and realize that the wanty's not there anymore. He's been gone for, like, a half hour. <laughs> yeah, it's completely oblivious. When Trouble sees us, he's like, damn, he got some good shit, too. He's not even seeing the guy anymore. Damn. Oh, I missed out. Uh, 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 I th- think we need to b- b- be a little wary of the one T here. It looks like they kind of... Know how to party? Yep. Well... No, they're handing out drugs for free, apparently, and also they have a a blood drinker social club that we have a free ticket into, which sounds the worst. Also, I don't know if the rest of you noticed, but that kid is like just staring at us over there. Uh, and it 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 followed us. Would. When you say that, it I, followed. <laughs> when you say that, I'm picturing that scene from uh, Fellowship of the Ring where the hobbits are at the table and they're like, "That man's done nothing but stare at us since we arrived," and it's like a, <laughs> like a hooded Fisher Bryce in the corner. Yeah, no, I was, I was, I was expecting either that or like, uh, like a dolly zoom over to uh, Fisher, who's like uh, wide eyed and like mid writing something, completely paused. <laughs> and like then if, just pulls if I... out a menu and slowly puts it over. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> or, or there's like a a naked gun esque pan shot where it pans out and Fisher's only about two feet away. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like at, at the at the same table, but uh, no. Yeah. Um, but in any case, Herman, you realize that something is in your pocket, and on. On pulling it out, you realize that it is, in fact, a guest pass to the Blood Drinkers Social Club. Yeah, they seem really aggressive with their marketing. <laughs> I bet the drinks there are real expensive. <laughs> so does this does this mean that, like, we all get in twice? Or, like, is it just, like, a one per person I, I think it's... We're the drinks, and they drink us. Oh shit. That's diabolical. The uh, the the child's parents told me that uh, since we need more information about the uh, and he kind of at this he actually does lower his voice and points down. He says the you'll know what, and he points at the phone. And he says, Red loudly goes, "You mean the magic phone?" That's it. <sighs> How loudly do you say that? Incidentally, <laughs> loud enough to include the child. You are so, so good to me. You are so nice and so kind. <laughs> yes, Red, that. Uh, 
I was told that uh, we need to go to a... And he kind of cringes when he says it. A library. And the library here has more information. Uh, Kitty, that sounds like something that you would like to do. I'm just speculating here, but... Sounds like something you would do. Treble, absolutely go fuck yourself. Um... What, you don't like books? I like books. Do you even know how to read? Is that why you're doing this? Kitty definitely knows how to read. No, I know how to read. It's just more like comic books and stuff like that. Anyway, I... We can go to the library. We can go... Other places, I, I, I just don't know how out and about we need to be about the, the things that were given to us by our friend on ice. Do you understand what I'm s- 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 saying? Can I have a drink while I'm here? While the adults are talking? Okay. Yes, I think I know what you're talking about. Oh, yes, ice, yeah. The, the whole ice thing, yeah, okay. Not... Oh, right, because the, the friend in the refrigerator. You know, that is a fun way to look at it. I'll take the kid. The kid is more subtle than you all. And I can see her right there just looking at us. Furiously <laughs> taking notes. <laughs> furiously taking notes. You can hear like the, the subtle like scratch of like um, pencil on paper. Kitty will just go, if you get a nice ink pen, it, it preserves your notes a lot better because they don't rub on the it's fine yeah but i like the scratch sound and she like continues yeah but uh, that's what i'm saying an ink like an ink pen where you draw it in there still makes the scratch it's fine um and she'll just pull out her notepad and her really nice pen that she has and she'll just write on it to the kid uh just come over here and she'll hold it up just point at it. Um, if a fish can have stars in her eyes, uh, Fisher looks up uh, from now the menu, which is toppled over, which I did uh, establish actually happened. Um, and uh, from the notepad uh, in her hand and sort of skitters over um, to sort of stand right next to, uh, right next to you, Kitty. Sit. You can say please. Please sit. Okay, she sits. <laughs> okay. So you're from around here. Possibly. Okay, Fisher Bryce. If you're possibly f- f- from around here, what do you know about the sn- snake people who definitely did not scare you and make you hide behind your f- father when we were at uh, your place of maybe business and the home yes the the place with which i am employee of the month i understand what you're saying um and uh fisher is going to like get out her notebook and start like sort of flipping through the pages um i i don't think that i would know too much would i about the 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 auntie um specifically um uh like other than like the residual like you told me that the auntie's name was sigmata um, and, like, the social club is there, but, like, other than that, would I know anything, like, extraneous? I mean, you'd know that there's just the overall vibe of 
these people are somehow involved in crime in the city. You would also know that they are not above killing people, probably. Your dad would have talked to you about that. Like, don't go play with over there by the by the blood drinkers by social the blood club. Drinkers social club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with which Mr. Fisher was probably like, ah, dang it. But mm. that's where okay. all the cool stuff is. Um, yeah, exactly. That, that that's where all of the big that, that's where all of the big stories happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, she, she like, gets to one of the pages and goes, hmm, yeah, I see. So I know that that guy that came in, uh, his name, their name, I don't know, uh, was Stigmata? Um, oh, wait, Stigmata. Um, and I also know, I know that there's a lot of crime going on in that area. Uh, lots of death. There's, like, a blood drinker social club, which, like, and, like, uh, she sort of, like, cuts at her neck, like a, uh, like, not good. Um, uh, that, that's the extent of what I know. And, and since you're from around here and you apparently have an ooze named Fred, was it? In, in your home? Frank. Frank, I'm sorry. I didn't take notes while we were there. I did. I know. (laughs) You... Oh, wants this to is incredible. Her on the nose so bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kitty, this is your child. <laughs> this, is my child. this is Kitty's childhood. You're seeing yeah. Kitty, but when she was like ten. <laughs> uh, so we're not from around here. You've gathered that clearly. Yes, we we literally told told you at 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 your place of you business. You didn't have to. That too. Uh, we're here because we've we've run afoul with some magic things. And where we're from, magic is outlawed unless you have a permit or a license to mm-hmm. do that. So we're trying to get some answers for that, but it looks like we've... Already fucked up by now engaging with these snake people. So, what do you know about... Because it seems like you you might have a little bit of um, finger on the pulse, as they say, about things going on around here. What do you know about, like, magical items and magic things happening around here? Well, I don't know. I don't know that much about magic, uh, Fisher says, not being subtle at all. Um, Sort of, like, looks to the corner of the room, like, as if trying to think, and goes, I don't know. Secrets are information. Information costs. And then she, like, holds out her hand. Oh, Oh, damn. Uh, Right now, we are paying you with experience. I don't know. You're paying me with exposure? My mom told me to stay away (laughs) from you kind of people. I should go. Think of it more like you're like our intern. So we're like teaching you. Intern? I just want to play this game with you guys. Um, I know that Bastalone specifically um, banned magic. Um, Here it's it's like, it's not super taboo, is it? It's not taboo at all. It's not taboo at all, yeah. I mean, short of a few things, it's basically the Wild West Law isn't non-existent, but it's not, it's, no, a better example, it's like Tortuga 
from everyone's favorite cinematic franchise, Third Rock from the Sun. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, in that case, she goes, I mean, there's not really, like, just don't, like, I don't know, kill people? I don't know. Uh, you know, that's that's a good that's a good thing to say. It's a good philosophy for like life, I think. And she looks Vincent from point, across the bar. No promises. Pointedly <laughs> looks at Vincent and uh and Treble. And a little side eye to Red, being like, boys. And then Red uh, puts his hands sl- up like I stopped someone from stealing earlier. Yeah, and Fisher's like slowly like <laughs> raising that notepad again and trying to very subtly take notes. And you just see Kit- one of Kitty's um Kitty cat ears just like turn towards Fisher's notepad. We have been involved with things that maybe we shouldn't be involved with. And that's why we're here is to get some answers. I was saying it seems we like should be involved with them. It's just the law disagrees, but morally I think we made mostly correct decisions. <laughs> I agree. Anyway, so we're here to just, you know, get our feet under us. And it looks like we've already maybe stuck our our noses in somewhere where it could involve us getting... Anyway, you've got your, as I said, finger on the pulse and... Feet on the street, if you will. Mm-hmm. So if you want to maybe help us navigate here a little bit, we could help m- maybe pay you a, a navigational fee to help maybe help us get some answers. Oh, I just wanted to see if you would give me any money. I'm fine. Yeah, I like to help. Great. So first things first. And... We need to come to a little understanding that what we share between me and you and the rest of the group uh, is more of a, think of it as a journalistic integrity that you don't go sharing what we talk about unless it it requires to be shared to the world. To anyone? To anyone. For right now. Mostly because... I don't want to get extradited from the flying, the floating cities, and I don't want the, the rest of us to maybe get sent back to Bastalone, where the horrible church, ch- church-like uh, government institution would frown upon us existing. Yeah, the oligarchy. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. If you tell anybody about our magic phone, I'll flush you down the toilet. I- I'm sorry. That's that's old, Vincent. I'd I- like I'm to working see on you it. Try. Don't know, you know, you know, because he will. Now, Vincent, he, we he, talked he, about this. He will try choosing people your own size. How how am I how am I meant to trust any of you if this guy just threatened to flush me down the toilet? Our friend, well, this version of this our friend is, is not named actually. Vincent. He also yeah. has another side of himself named Herman, and they're in a bit of a fight right now. Um, and so we're, we're mostly dealing... friends with Herman. We don't know Vincent too well yet, but uh, we're we're trying to get there. Vincent drunkenly goes, "Herman's a weenie." <laughs> <laughs> now that's not true. We like Herman very much. 
I'm taking kindly to Vincent. I, I think he's a good guy. He's yeah, a good he's, guy. Doing, he's doing better. This guy gets it. <laughs> anyway, we, we, we won't flush you down a toilet or anything of that sort. I don't think that I can um, fit. The, the thing is, he would make you fit. That That's the problem. That's what he does. You take notes, he does that. Yeah, yeah, well, no, we we won't let you him do die. that. You won't die. I'm very good at, well, I'm not very good, but I'm getting better at making sure people don't die. I'm very good at putting big things in small spaces. This one time, there was a torpedo tube, and nobody no. thought I could do it. <laughs> no. And then Kitty will turn... And because she's probably sitting next to Treble, because I'm guessing it's like Red Kitty Treble Vincent. And she's just going to put her hand on his thigh and put her claws into his thigh. Kinky. No. <laughs> stop. <laughs> this is get him to shut I'll the never fuck up. stop shipping it. You can ship all you want. I'll never stop. That's, it's, never, it's never leaving the dock, baby. It seems to me like we could go to the fighting arena or the library or the social club. We're all three. Uh, or the sports arena. Sure. Or you could go and visit the observatory. Or I'm sure Henry has uh, an ideal place. <sighs> there is no ideal can, anymore. Nothing Nothing is written. Nothing is nothing planned. Matters. Nothing, nothing matters anymore. <laughs> nothing really matters anyone can see I nothing feel a song matters. coming on to me okay look at this photograph okay. can you no, no, <laughs> <laughs> that's what giving up sounds like <laughs> Fisher you would know that if they do want to go to the library that's actually not too far that might be only like basically three levels above where they're at now, and being the uh, the scrupulous and investigative person that you are, you also are on pretty good terms with the librarian there. Oh yeah, no, I probably frequent there pretty often. Yeah, so I would say without without uh, railroading this too much, that that should be the place that you go next. The route that will take you to the library will take you past all of those locations. So if you want to stop in, you can, but... I am, like, before, like, everything. We obviously don't have to roleplay this. But I am going to stop by um, uh, the store real quick and just tell my parents that I'm going to be going uh, with the weird group that tried to steal from them. Oh, of course. (laughs) Well, when you put it that that? way... uh... (laughs) No, that works out fine. That definitely makes fun parents parents to send you out into the world like that yeah fisher has some very progressive yeah true you have no idea she's gotta be (laughs) set loose at some point fisher leads you up a staircase and you can see below you uh the street that you were just on uh people are still milling about uh you do notice that the arena is progressively more noisy than it was before and you can hear the ringing sounds of metal on metal so there's something going on up in there. Um, the higher you get, the quieter it gets. So eventually you reach a point uh, where you're probably two or three hundred feet above where you were looking down. Uh, the arena is just kind of a faint outline, or at least you can't really make out much detail. And you make your way to the Kuru Municipal Library, which is a nice kind of a sandstone building 
little wooden sign out front. If you enter, you see a very elderly Leonin with these little glass spectacles, and she appears to be putting books away from a little cart. Um, I'm going to immediately make a beeline to the um, young adult section and pick out uh, dictionary black books and start, like, thumbing through them. Perfect. Excellent. I get the reference and I love it. I pick out the the thesaurus gray ones. I've already read them three times, but it's fine. Trouble will go over to the Leonin woman and ask, um... Could you tell me, is there anybody here who would know about specifically, or maybe points me in the direction of a book that uh, deals with uh, magical items? She puts down the book that she had just taken off the cart and looks at you and is like, Well, um, I suppose that would sort of depend. Do you have a specific country of origin or type of item? He kind of is like, oh, this is too deep of a question than the knowledge that he knows. So he's like looking for Kitty, hoping that Kitty's right behind him. Uh, I believe it's from Bastalone. Or uh, having to do with interdimensional contact or even intertemporal contact. Oh, I see, I see. Um, let me, uh, let me go and check something really quick. And she kind of very, very slowly makes her way into the library and disappears from view behind some bookshelves. After about five minutes, she slowly comes walking back and says, Sort of some good news, bad news. Um, we do have such a volume, but unfortunately it's in a... It's in another branch of our library. The good news is we have it. The bad news is is that you'll have to go quite a ways down in the city to get it. Quite a ways down into the water, you see. Down into the water? Well, well, like under under like the city has many levels, right? And some of these are are underwater, like fully contained Ah. and dry, but below water. Do you have the specific branch that we would need to go to? Can you? Tell us where that is. Oh, of course. You'll want to go to the branch that's furthest down. It's uh, it's uh, it's called uh, the Night House, in fact. It's a sort of little... It's a very small branch, but uh, some of our more rare volumes are there. Uh, it's, it's unfortunately a little run down at the moment. In fact, uh, some might even say it's abandoned. We hired a gentleman to go and get it for us, but uh, he hasn't come back yet, so... Uh, Maybe with four of you, you should succeed. And tries to give you a little reassuring smile. Yes. I'm just very excited about clearing out a a possibly haunted, abandoned library. Sounds like the best day. Okay, well, I I appreciate your your information. Fisher, do you know anything about this at all? And um, Fisher, like, uh, perks up um, from behind uh, the, like, kids section, um, or the, the, the young adult section, um, and tilts her head um, and goes, I know the lower levels aren't great, 
So just for you, your sake, you know that there's a lot of crime yeah, in the lower levels. Yeah, you told me that, like, specifically, uh, like, the sunken city has a lot of organized crime. It has a lot of crime. Uh, it's also kind of in disrepair, so there's, like, leaks everywhere. And, of course, the deeper you go, the closer you get to the foundations of the city, which is, again, built on four massive sea creatures. So that that is what you'd know. But you guys seem capable enough. I think you should be fine. The further down you get, the more shady it's going to get. Anyway, just letting you know what you you guys are going to get into. Well, you're, you're not c- coming with us? Oh, I absolutely am. Uh, I want to ask, uh, do you have any books um, about Faye? Oh, Faye, Faye, Faye. Uh, let's see. Uh, yes, actually, I believe there's some over... Over yonder. And she points to an aisle with a giant letter F over it. Okay, I want to go over there and see if I can find just anything that would be useful for me to know anything more about my patron and where my magic comes from and what's up. Go ahead and roll investigation. Oh, I'm so good at that. That's a lie. I have a negative one to investigation. I rolled an 18, though, so that's a 17. Well, look at you go. The, the book is called A Taxonomy of Common Bastalone Fae. Excellent. That's what I want. Great. At some point, you can go through that. I, okay. Or I, I take out a library card so that I can borrow this book. Well, okay. Uh... <laughs> I assume that we, I need can a we library play card in order. Yeah, can we role play you signing up for a library card? card? Uh, yeah. Did you bring? Did you bring two forms of ID and, and proof of of residence? <laughs> no. Uh, um, but I you're, have. Gold. You're able to get a library card without difficulty <laughs> because I Great. just can't today. You can check out the book. And Mildred also recommends to you a couple of other books on local deities, if you're interested. Yes, so I am, and I will take those. Thank you, Mildred. <clears throat> Fisher, would you like to lead the way to where we need to go? Uh, um, yeah, 100%. It looks like Fisher is a little, like, hesitant to go further down, um, but uh, sort of, like, does, like, a a little bit of, like, closing her eyes, like, self-talk, like, uh, the game is afoot, the game is afoot, the game is afoot. And, like, uh, I snap open (laughs) and she immediately, with purpose, starts walking uh, towards um, the, well, first of all, the area to get down to the area. Okay, I love this it's child. at this point that we're now going to play, well, we can't play it for legal reasons, but the music from Fellowship of the Ring, where they start walking over the mountain, um, <laughs> except it's considerably less majestic because it's just one long shot of people walking downstairs. But this lasts for a while, and the further down you go, the more in disrepair things are. There's just the smell of damp everywhere, which makes sense. After going down probably 14 flights of stairs. For one, the staircase just kind of stops. You don't see another another way to get, to get further down, at least from where you are. In front of you is a long, 
pretty poorly lit hallway, uh, or not hallway, rather, just a passage with some stalls on each side, shop stalls on each side, a couple of signs, wooden signs, where the ink is kind of faded, so you can't really read what's on them. You do see an old, old carved sign that, that with an arrow pointing toward, that just says library on it. There are a couple of, like, fires that have been started in the street, and you can see people warming themselves by them. The walls are visibly dripping, and there's one place where a bucket has been put onto the ground, and it's catching water from a leak somewhere in the passage on the ceiling above. What a great place to put a library. Hey, everybody needs access to a library. Exactly, and also especially a, underserved communities. Exactly, and under uh, and also, um, uh, this is where like the, the the secret stuff, the 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 more I think taboo ones are anyway. So it kind of fits. It's like um, characteristic in a way. Sounds radical to me. Let's go, Vincent. Are you still tripping this whole time? It would it would have subsided by this point. Yeah, now he's hung over, so he's just kind of walking around his head down a little bit. <laughs> okay, so a couple of things. Uh, you notice that down here, the population seems to be more of the same uh, Tritons and Grung and lizard folk, and none of them are looking at you all very kindly. They don't appear to be particularly well off, and... Uh, some of them also have visible weapons that they're kind of just either holding or they're in sheaths or they're sharpening, as the case may be. I mean, we also have visible weapons. At least Treble does. Hermincent has no weapons because he's an idiot. No, I should have my my spear. I got my lightning javelin. That's yeah. Funny. But Vincent being grumpy from his hangover is mean-mugging all of the people that are <laughs> looking at them with nasty looks. Cool, that's gonna help. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Set of real friendly vibes. I want to just go into this library. Okay. Library. So you make your way there, and you hear uh, a murmur of voices ahead of you in the darkness. Uh, or it's not completely dark, but it's kind of murky. There, there are lights, but they aren't on. They, they're at pretty irregular intervals. So there are patches where you're walking in close to total darkness. But eventually, you hear murmuring ahead of you, and you see a crowd of five or six tritons, and you see the front door to the library, but it's boarded up, and in front of the door, you see. An individual who is wearing this... It's kind of hard to tell what color it is because of the lighting. It might be blue, it might be purple, but this sort of bluish-purple plate male who is standing in front of the door and appears to be blocking people from entering. So all these people Uh, are trying to enter the library? Well, they're throwing... So they're trying to enter the library. They're also throwing rocks at this individual. Can we hear what's being said like are they yelling stuff is he yelling at them so the things that they are yelling at him are things like come on let us into the library you know that there's some gold in there something something that we can sell you know there's rare books in there come on let us in and they want to loot the library and yeah they want to loot the library and all you hear from and it's sort of muffled because this individual has like a full plate helm that's covering 
most of their head. But all you hear is, I will not let you in. Knowledge is sacred. Can I just sort of sidle up to this person? Yeah, I was I was about to say, I think that I think that Fisher's gonna like immediately just sort of like walk up front and like try and get in, honestly. I, I, I genuinely think that oh, she's God. gonna try and get in. Okay, okay, new plan for red. I'm just gonna real quick cast mage armor on Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> the child <laughs> As you get closer, Fisher, this individual in the armor holds out a hand and says, Hold there, small one. What intent do you have for this library? I want to read a book, (laughs) she says. Now that is an excellent goal. Yeah, exactly. Can I please get in? Perhaps when these people leave. Okay, and then she turns to the other people and goes, Can you leave, please? Red is just there trying to shield the child from being hit by rocks. Persuasion with extreme disadvantage. That is, I, I was, I was debating about that, but uh, go ahead and go ahead and roll persuasion, Fisher. While you're doing that, what are the rest of you doing? Kitty is just kind of hanging back, going like, "Oh God, I've done it. Nope, I've, we've done it again. We've done it again. <laughs> I, I will never be a real mother because I have all of these idiots." What is Fisher's AC? Oh, oh, that's a great question. Um, Fisher's AC, uh, it's thirteen. Not too bad. Okay, so your AC goes up by two cool. because I have cast Mage Armor cool, on cool. you. <laughs> uh, so that's a fifteen AC. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Hopefully I won't even use it. Um, Okay, yeah, I do not have any traits as of right now that will help me out with this, so I guess I'm just going to have to roll a straight persuasion, right? Okay, to be fair, I've I've got a pretty nice persuasion bonus. That's a uh, 17 plus 6. So, math. 17, 18, 19, 20, 23? Wow. Uh... Perhaps, yeah, well, I wasn't really expecting you to roll that well, to be honest, but that's okay. Um, so what we're going to say then is that perhaps your your oddly plucky manner yeah. also intimidated them slightly to the point where they see they see the, the hulking figure blocking the door, and then they look at the rest of the party and like, eh, we'll come back later. This isn't worth it. They, they see Vincent, and they're like, maybe we don't want a mess <laughs> yeah maybe maybe we we choose to live today but they yeah, I think, kind I of think go fisher, like fisher says it like with all with a smile and then like mentions like or my friends here could try and help take care of everything and then she's going to gesture i think to like hung over her yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> red just did some magic in front of these people if that helps at all I think we're. I think we've justified the twenty-three. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you've justified it enough. So, these people kind of slink back into the darkness and and disappear from sight, and you are left with the mysterious protector of the library. Okay, can we go in now? Yes, you can, small one. May I ask, though, are any of you prepared for combat? I was born prepared. Uh, no. Yeah, I. I... I got her. I ask, because somewhere within this library is a sea creature. All right. And it is preventing me from doing my work. What's your work? I can't say. 
I am bound on an errand of secrecy to the library upstairs. You paladin? I just thought you were a librarian. I am, in fact, the world's only fighting librarian. That's so cool. Badass. I feel like this is like the dream for Fisher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, like, Fisher, like, by all accounts, definitely should have been scared of, like, the, the big men throwing rocks at the at the, the big, scary, intimidating, like, protector of the library, um, and was not for some reason. The entity goes on to say, This sea creature has hounded and harassed the good folks who would use this library for years, and its reign of terror ends today. Yeah, I'm pretty good with animals. So. Uh, 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 Red, I don't think this is a a talk your way out of it thing. I think if it's more of a... But I'm really good with animals. Can you please let us in? I will let you in, but know that I am going in too. That sounds great. And you, small one, what is your name? Fisher. Fisher. What's your name, big one? Also, I'm five foot seven, so I'm not super small. Well, you are to me. Uh, it's worth noting that they're probably about a foot and a half taller than you. Yeah, cool. At least. Cool, cool. Um, five foot, at five foot seven, I think Fisher's taller than Ray. Uh, yeah, Fish, Fisher, but like Fisher is also super lanky. Like, uh, like spindly almost. The creature reaches up and pulls the visor up on their helmet and you realize that it's an ooze inside of a suit of armor. And then they say, My name is Optimal Slime. Oh my no. god. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah, that was good. That was a good payoff. Yeah. Good, good payoff. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Dialem for Magic. Your cast, as always, was Bobby K. Kuffner as Kitty Bradley, Dan Rogland as Red, Herman Cranberry was voiced by Nathan Pierce, and Treble was voiced by Jordan Fugit. Our dungeon master was Henry Rogland. All of our artwork was done by Ashley Meisner Terran. We're so excited that we're continuing this series with Ambrosia. They brought such fun energy to the group. And honestly, today's episode has been one of my favorites. Uh, We laughed a lot, and I was laughing a lot while we were editing, so I hope you all enjoyed it. And we'll have the next episode in the installment coming at you April 29th. We look forward to seeing you then. Tune in to the Time Warped Tour featuring bands like Bickleneck. Time Warped Tour. The Time Warped Tour. (laughs) Scorn. Perturbed. Playing all the greatest (laughs) hits. Anger at the Apparatus. With their hit single, Trolls on Parade. Trolls on Parade. Ooh, wow. Ooh, wow. I can't do it. Fuck. Uh, yeah, no. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <wah-bow. laughs> well, it's the best attempt so far, so well done. <laughs> Elvish cult leader Elrond Hubbard was found dead today after he choked on <laughs> after he inadvertently ate a book that he thought would help him pee. Local basketball coach Croc Rivers had this to say after last night's loss. <laughs> you, you know, we have to get back on defense and, and play on offense too. 
It's not my... This is all I can say. Doc Rivers actually does sound that way, so that's about as close as it's going to get for <laughs> that's, for that's, for me. No, that was good. That was good. <laughs>